If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Straw Hut Media. Hello, hello, Arconiacs. Welcome to our next episode of Only Murders in the Pod <laughs> Companion Reddit Talk. We are going to be joined today by a very, very special guest. We have Michael Cyril Crichton joining. He plays Howard on the show. There is a lot, a lot of love for Howard this week. So please bring some of that love um, to the talk today. Uh, we will be accepting live questions and comments. So if you would like to join in, please raise your hand by hitting the hand icon and come up on stage. Alternatively, also send us a note through the comments, which we will be reading the entire time through. So send some love his way and also to our esteemed hosts Keener and KK of Only Murders in the Pod and show some love with some emojis (laughs) hello there hello (laughs) it's just me today Keener couldn't join us but I am here representing Oh, we love you both. And although we miss Keener, we love having you on her KK. I'll be here too. And I'm not Keener, but I (laughs) do know a lot of information. And we <laughs> and we always, always, always love Strawhead. And I don't know if you need to use your first name on the internet. Yeah, yeah this, you... my name is Ryan. Okay. <laughs> we love, love, love Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, uh, Michael is uh, on his way. I know that he is out for dinner with his mother right now. <laughs> <So he's... laughs> oh my gosh. That is so wonderful. Isn't it? I know he's going to come in. Um, I know he's got the link, so um, he should be here soon. And this is, for those of you that don't know, this is Howard Morris, the cat guy himself. So going to be in here. Oh, he's here. I see his hand. All right, here we go. I'll, I will bring him up. Thank you for raising your hand. Oh my gosh. And we, if you'd like, your mom is also welcome to join the talk. <laughs> We're not exclusive. There he is. Oh my gosh, hello. Hello, I feel so old. I created this uh, this account just so I could do this because I only usually lurk. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing. Hello. My, the fact that you even come on here and lurk, I think, means the world to many people. So thank you for sharing that. Not all the time. The only thing I've heard is that people don't think I'm skinny enough to be Glitter Guy. And now I guess we know some answers to that question, whether I am or not. I don't know. Uh- <laughs> well, Michael, I hope that in addition to lurking about comments like that, you are also seeing all of the love that is coming your way. Yes. There are so, so many people love Howard, but now after this week, they're also a little bit worried about Howard because they feel like they are getting even more emotionally attached and they think that that might be a sign that Howard might be a victim of season three. And that is why they are scared. Oh, interesting. 
Interesting. Yeah. People have trust issues here. Welcome. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Don't get too attached. Exactly. Exactly. Similarly, they are so happy that Howard found Jonathan, that they had that beautiful moment, but they also are all very suspicious of him. <laughs> As they should be. Yes. Well, something if you noticed when uh when they were in Howard's apartment, he sneezed. Uh the boyfriend sneezed. And if you recall back in the catacombs, the killer also sneezed. So I've been keeping an eye out for people sneezing throughout the series and I did clock that. So well, I'm just putting that out there. Did you yeah. compare did you compare like the sounds of the sneezes? Not that I, <laughs> I can say either way, but I, I didn't get that. I didn't take that deep of a dive into it, but I'm just keeping an eye out. Really don't worry, KK. The internet did that for you. <laughs> As a character, I really hope he's not involved because I, I, like, I like him so much, but I don't know. I treat every episode like it's um, just the end of the story. So right now, ha- Howard has a ha- happy ending. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll see what happens in nine. well i mean i would love i don't know if there's any um questions out there for michael regarding howard regarding eight episode eight but if there are i i would love to hear them yes Yes. me too michael i don't know if you can see this well actually this person's on stage yet but now they are i don't know if you can see their icon i can see it and I, I, so yeah, her has actually been on stage before. This was not just for this week. They have, oh, wow. this, yes. so I just, I want to acknowledge that. But yeah, her, oh, go ahead. Little, little picture of me. You are so handsome. Yeah, her. I would say that's from Evelyn's birthday party too. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I love Howard. I relate to him on a spiritual level because I am a cat lover. So yeah, if like anything happens to him, like Sevelyn must be protected at all costs. So yes. Um, of course. So, yes. <laughs> okay, so I have a question here, and I'm sure there's like only a little limited amount of like what you can say. So we already know from season one that Howard has this thing where he like passes out at the side of blood. Um, and mm-hmm. we know that Howard also like hurt his eye towards the beginning of the season, like got a black eye or something. So mm-hmm. is it possible that Howard um, it saw something that he really wasn't supposed to see, such as Bunny's killing and like freaked out, passed out, whatever. And he's like hiding that from the trio, or is Nina Lynn actually like a punching bitch? <laughs> I, uh, so as far as I'm concerned, anything could be possible, but Nina Lynn punched me. <laughs> That's, I will say, as far as I'm concerned, at this point, Nina Lynn punched me. That's what I believe is the truth. Um, I have said before, I think maybe I said it to Keener and KK, it's like, each script, I don't know what the next script is going to bring. So I just sometimes have to make choices that hopefully work. But as far as I am concerned, Nina Lynn punched me. And as far as I was concerned in that other episode, I was playing hide and seek with my cat. Uh, so you never know. I never even know what's true and what's not true coming out of Howard's mouth. I think he has interesting ways of communicating. Is <laughs> all I can say. And, and I can say that Nina Lynn punched me. She will cut a bitch. Oh, so let's not piss off Nina Lynn. Then. <laughs> Don't cross her. No way. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, Yaher. You're welcome. Uh, if anyone has any more questions, please hit that hand icon to raise your hand. We'll bring you up. Um, in the meantime, I do have a question from Reverse Arrow ninety five, and the question is: Other than his new love and yodeling, what's something you'd like to see in Howard's future? Is there anything from your life you'd like to bring to the character, like the way Steve and Martin do with theirs? Well, what I'd like I'd like to see I would love to see howard's family where howard comes from what howard's history is because i'm not i don't know that right now um i would love to see if he had i don't know if he has family um i that's something i would love to see and something i'd like to bring from my own life in there that's a really really good question i would like to see how howard is with dogs (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um i just think he loves all animals and i love my dog so much so maybe i could get her a cameo if i end up living or not being the killer (laughs) yes love that fingers crossed (laughs) fingers crossed we don't know i mean you have the internet's fingers and toes crossed people are very worried and the love runs deep Uh, (laughs) i'm i'm very worried (laughs) i'm sorry i did not mean i that was not meant to worry you (laughs) Um, Pangolin36, you are on if you'd like to unmute and ask your question. Hello, um, thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Michael. It's been a pleasure watching Howard on screen. My question would be, this season we've seen flashbacks of um, people in the 70s, like in the Son of Sam, Son of Sam game in the 70s. My question would be, do you think it's possible that was a flashback of Howard? If so, what would you think of that kind of storyline to see what Howard was up to you know, at, at some point in the past? Do I think, would we ever get a flashback of Howard? Yeah, I would love that. Um, I think it would be interesting to see how he ended up in that apartment and what led him to inhabiting that apartment. Obviously, I mean, from the decorations and whatnot and all the work that the set deck did and and the designers, it seems like, I don't know that it's all his his style. Um, So I, I would be really interested in seeing that and, um, I always think it would be really interesting to see what Howard looked like as a little kid. Like, I just imagine a tiny kid with this, those giant glasses on. It makes me laugh so much. Oh, and a sweater, an itchy yeah. sweater. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I would love a, a flashback story for him. I got a question for you, Michael. This is Ryan, by the way. Are you still keeping up on your on your yodeling? Um, you know what? I'm actually so much better than I was when we recorded it because I'm not nervous. Like, I I can easily, easily, while I'm doing dishes or anything, <laughs> yodel the sound of silence. When we film it, it seems impossible, like a mountain to climb. Um, I am still working on it, and I'd like yeah. to get better. I'd like to get better. It's I evolving. Love. It's evolving. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Yeah. That's amazing. Someone did mention Simon and Garth Yodel um, in the discussion this week. Um, and I know you I know you have to go in a couple minutes. So I'm going to take one question from the comments, and it comes from Hannah Lemp. I want to just also mention that her flair is, where are the balls, Howard? <laughs> um, oh, that's so funny. It's that's so really good. Funny. But uh, oh, I can tell you I can tell you a funny little um Thing that there was a line that came after that that didn't end up making it and it was so funny to me um howard said uh i think it was she said where are the balls howard and he goes uh i'm a ball bloodhound 
and he's <laughs> I think the line <laughs> something like I'm a bloodhound and he was like gonna find them um but it didn't make it in I don't know why <laughs> but um sorry to interrupt you I really no. like that flair please no you can interrupt so me good. anytime and like what a wonderful anecdote and also could be a wonderful segue to this world of dogs and how our yes. relationship with them yes, has exactly. kept that hound line in <laughs> Um, but Hannah Lemp asks, Michael, if you could start a yodel shop quartet with any three people in the world, who would they be? And are there any particular songs you'd like to yodelify? Hmm. Oh, that's a really good question. They would be alive, I imagine. These people would have to be alive, right? I mean, okay, we'll do it with alive I, people. I, I, could I honestly I think they could be from the past I think this is just like your ideal scenario okay, so my ideal yodel shop would be yeah uh, Madeline Khan uh 100% she would be number one uh she'd probably be the lead yodeler um let's see Madeline Khan Shirley MacLaine uh just because I didn't get enough of her I want more um and let's see Patricia Clarkson and Margo Martindale. That's that's it. That would be so. It's a quartet, and then me. Um, and I think the quintet. We, yeah, quintet. And I think we would yodel uh, a lot of Mamas and Poppins. Uh, probably, um, maybe a little, maybe a little uh, old Destiny's Child. Bills, bills, bills. Uh, no scrubs by TLC. Like all of that. Sort of like some nineties music. Nineties R and B. I love it. What What's going on? <laughs> that song. Um, yeah, that's what we would do. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Um, I love that. I, so I, I have to go into my mom, but you, I could do one more question if anybody has one more. You know what? There is, but let me actually. Okay, I'm so sorry. I have to scroll back to it. Okay. Substantial Bank asks uh, Michael, what was it like shooting the scene with Bunny's last board meeting? How was it doing such a deadpan scene when Howard has so many moments that we as the audience find funny? That, uh, that was an incredible day because getting to watch Jane Hoodyshell and Christine Coe go at it like that all day, it was like a very dramatic scene, their interactions and their fight. Um, so it was kind of like getting a front row seat to some really incredible acting. And I think that was the first day um, Christine and Jane met. I don't know if they had done the other stuff in that episode, but um, their chemistry was so great. They tried it so many different ways the director kept changing like the temperature of it so it was either you know um extremely angry maybe a little bit quieter uh, all different ways so i got to watch that so many times and it was so fun um and basically on that set like anytime you get to be um on the set I, i could have one line in the scene and it's so fun and incredible because it's a nice group of people it's people who are so happy to be at work and kind and it's and everybody's just so great like the group scenes are the best because you have everybody there you can just like no matter who you look at they're hysterical um but that day was pretty special because i got to watch the two of them go at it and um it was it was great oh that's so so cool yeah and thank you for (laughs) like i think everyone kind of can feel that love and energy from the set but it's just like so wonderful to hear that it's confirmed and it is actually the reality of the set you know oh really yeah we're all so lucky. I mean, then I think we know it. Like, it's just from the top down, from the Steve, Marty, and Selena to John, the showman, and to everyone. We're just uh, really lucky to be there because it's a nice, pleasant job. An embarrassment of riches. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes. 
Well, well I can't I, wait for you all to see how it ends. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's all Our I, fingers are crossed, Michael. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Watch yeah. all the way through the end. We'll see what happens. Um, oh. you guys soon. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, thank Bye, you Michael. so Thank you, Michael. And please Bye. tell your mother we say hello. I will. <laughs> She's eating pizza. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Oh, we had him on the fun. podcast last season as well, and he was fantastic. Oh, so good, yeah. And uh, he brought up Shirley Shirley McLean, and mm-hmm. we actually just talked to Shirley, and she is an absolute hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, everything she said was like a joke, and it was so hard to tell <laughs> what was serious and what was not. <laughs> and anyway, so she'll, we'll be hearing from her. Yeah, she has some zingers, that's for sure. (laughs) She's been trolling people far longer than we have. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, before we um, jump off, I think let's go through. um, KK, do you want to take people through the the, the most recent series? Yeah, so each week on the podcast, Keener and I have a segment called the Whodunit Summit, where we make guesses of who we think the murderer is based on what we've seen so far. So this is up to episode eight. We seal it in an envelope and we open it for each other live. Uh, So we don't know who the other person picked. But of course, I do know who she picked because she's not here today. Uh, So for my pick for this week, I picked Detective Kreps. And that was solely based on the red glitter that was on his neck, as well as Howard. When he bumped into him in the Arconia lobby, it was his shoulder was very tender. But I will admit through the entire episode, uh, I thought it was Marv, the super fan, um, because mm-hmm. his Arconiac group was kind of like not impressed with his Sixth Avenue slasher theory. They were kind of dismissive to him. We've already established. And he felt that. a little creepy walking up towards the group in the beginning of the episode. You know? Right. And then the power yeah. went out. So I'm like, is that yeah. a sign? Mm-hmm. Uh, we already know that he knows the catacombs of the Arconia. And he knows from when he was approaching the table that Lucy is at Charles's apartment alone. So those were very suspicious to me until the end when we realized he essentially saved Lucy and then Detective Kreps showed up who said he was just in the neighborhood, which I don't really buy. So Detective Kreps is my pick for this week. And Keener's guess is like just so out of the blue, I think. (laughs) But anyway, you you take it away. Keener this week, she picked Alice. Um, Keener got Not even in this episode, right? What's that? Is, is Alice even in this episode? I don't think so, no. <laughs> well, if you listen to the podcast, Keener kind of goes off on Alice for a bit. She does not trust her. She feels like she is opportunistic, and she feels like she took advantage of Mabel at a vulnerable time. So she just does not like Alice, and she feels like that carried over, even though Alice was not in this episode. So Keener picks Alice. I pick Detective Krebs. 
<laughs> Very good. Well, if anyone has a current theory that they'd like to share that is different from ours, please let please. us know. We would love to hear it. Um, yes. And I'd actually like to add on to that because we're getting to the kind of the end of the season. I want to know if anyone has uh, people that we can take off the suspect list. Who do you think is innocent? That's a good question. Oh, that is a really good question. I'm trying to I remember think, if I read yeah. it. I would take Nina Lynn off because was she was say, in the apartment. She the, has the baby. Yeah. Lester showed up. I don't think she did. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. on my suspect list. What about Howard? Well, I feel yeah. like Howard was in his apartment on his date. So I know, right? I guess just depending on the timeline, Howard should be clear. Yeah. But his boyfriend neighbor did sneeze. So I don't know. Right. So maybe this new person that's in the building somehow. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was also interesting yeah. that he said that he was lethally allergic. I was like, are, are we going to watch this man drop dead? <laughs> I, Season three? I know. I know. <laughs> Only allergies in the building. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember if there was anything in the thread about that. I mean, this week's discussion thread was so much about um, Howard. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, a lot of people giving props to Marv kind of having, you know, a voiceover and being more involved. Um, there's a lot of people thinking that Detective Krebs is a red herring, that he is the glitter mm. guy. The glitter guy mm -hmm. is an unrelated part of, of um, you know, the core murder. Interesting. Uh, speaking of Marv, like, uh, you know, w we get to talk to all these writers for every episode and the a bunch of them are really obsessed with Marv, and I'm so curious. Like, are, are, we must get to know even more and more about Marv as this. I mean, we got two episodes left, right? So I'm curious what we're going to learn <clears throat> and why the writers are so obsessed. Yes, he got. He did get a narration. That's you know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it says something right there. There it's... must be some crazy backstory that that we we do not know yet about Marv. Very likely. <laughs> I can't wait for that as well. <laughs> yeah. And people are really, you know, rooting for him to reunite with his daughter because that seems, you know, it was a very humanizing, you know, thread this this week of just concern for concern for people, ho hoping for the best for people, also worrying about Lucy. A lot of people, myself included, shouting at the screen, close the door behind you. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the bathroom going into the tunnel, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Why? It's like, what why? are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was why. Um, so. Uh, you know, people were kind of live commenting and, you know, a lot of throws like, close the door, close the door. Uh, Put something behind the door. Yes, something. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, if anyone has someone, another suspect that you can take off the list, I mean, raise your hand and let us know. We still would love to hear from other people's theories and suggestions. Yeah, yeah. I always love hearing the reasoning that people give. It's always very interesting, their thought process. Exactly. Don't be shy. Okay, wait, we do have a raised hand. Substantial Bank, you are on if you'd like to unmute. Okay, hi. Um, I hope you can hear me. We have a storm here. So oh. I just want to say Lenora Folger and the cheese drama. I was like not convinced by her like fake stabbing the cheese and then all of a sudden stabbing the cheese in the middle at the party a few episodes ago. And I'm just yeah. like, I just wanted to plant that seed. That's all. <laughs> 
at Bunny's Memorial. Yes. That's a, interesting. Very Because you feel like the stabbing in the middle was, was pretty spot on. And so maybe something to be suspicious of. Exactly. Plus the fact that they actually made a joke about that. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I well, like it I think we might learn. We learn, learn in the podcast next week. We can find out because we're talking to Shirley. <laughs> cannot wait. <laughs> the cheese stabber herself. <laughs> I know a lot of people also commenting on the stabbing of um, the box. I'm so sorry. I just her name just fell out of my head of um, Nina the building manager. Oh, Lester. No, um, it's the woman that's selling Nina? the gut milk. Oh, oh, Ursula. Oh, Ursula. Ursula, thank you. I, <laughs> gut milk Ursula. Audrey, and I was like, that's not her name. <laughs> Ursula, she stabs that box in this episode. And a lot of people are like, she stabbed that very expertly. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't puncture <laughs> any point. of the cans or bottles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Substantial Bank. And we really hope that you stay dry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thunder Dave, you are on if you'd like to share your theory or ask a question, whatever you'd like. I'm I'm here finally. I was <laughs> I was doing the dramatic pause for effect. <laughs> you built well, attention. You, you so did it. The last time that I was on, I was completely confused. I said everybody did it, but I feel like I'm moving towards something. I'm just not sure what. I had Detective Kreps as glitter guy so i felt very uh, vindicated on that one mm-hmm. i feel that cindy canning is behind this i don't think she's the the murderer but i think she's manipulating because i think she is ruthless and i think that uh, she is wanting to just rule the podcast world and i do some waiting to find out if she's got some sort of connection with the arconia so that's kind of where, where I am right now. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what we get here in the next two episodes. And I do also think that Marv is Alice's father. So um, that's where I am. Uh-huh. Honestly, I've heard that one a couple of times, and I think it's a very interesting theory. And like a lot, you know, that the, uh, the fact that she might be faking the British accent, yes. you know, which uh, I don't put past her. Yeah. yeah. What if Marv is faking a New York accent? Oh, oh, good twist. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so That's something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a ton. Thanks so much, Thunder Thank Dave. <laughs> I love wow. it. Oh, I never thought about that scenario. <laughs> there are so many theories out there. And I, there is one in the comments, another plus one for Cinda. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hannah Lemp writes, I love the idea of an unhinged podcaster who would do anything for a good story. And she, and there's hey a, now, hey, hey, yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry, so let's, let's, let's take it down a notch. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't meant to be, a, that wasn't meant to be a, a dig at you. <laughs> who said that exactly? <laughs> oh, what goodness. was that screen yes. name? Yes. Um, but then Hot Initiative did reply and they're saying same i've been suspicious of cinda and poppy since the end of last season why were they there cinda and poppy yeah yeah i mean i think anywhere cinda goes poppy goes (laughs) right right a package deal (laughs) a package deal they're a bit tethered but like how you know how did that include murder (laughs) yes maybe yeah yeah Yeah. like so maybe yeah yeah you because if if cinda is involved you would think like poppy would no, right? Yeah. She knows her schedule, her calendar. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you fit in murder between, like, 
what, what were some of those calendar <laughs> activities? I want to say yodeling, but that's just stuck in my head, right? Literal stimul- stimulation with stimulation. Jay, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like shouting into a bag. Yeah, <laughs> some really good ones. Um, some really good ones. Well, there were some good ones. Um, this was so fun, yes. and I am not sure who we are going to have with us next week. Well. <laughs> We love having you both on. You know that. So thank, thank you. you so much for thank you for having through. us. Yes, making this like such an amazing weekly event. I I know myself and others are we look forward to it every week. So thank you so much. And thank have you. such a great rest of your week, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, we should be here again next week yeah so, definitely follow r slash only murders hulu for more updates and we're already up to episode nine next week i know it's going I know. So Crazy. Fast. also it's so going by so fast it's going by so fast we'll see everybody next week <laughs> all right bye everybody bye, bye. thank you Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.